everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a certain element of schadenfrau, 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 to blogging or, or podcasting. And what I mean by that is you have to break down yourself a bit. You have to throw a lot of yourself on the table. You have to expose a lot of yourself. And not in something as simple as like, you know, just whipping your junk out when you're drunk or going on stage and stripping for cash. I mean, that would almost have a little more honor to it. But this is more of a, especially for podcasting, because I do a lot of listening to podcasting. Ever since I started, I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts. And there are some folks out there that I know how much a new podcast makes. I know how the you know, the marketing goes, the ad placement, all that stuff. And it's, I'd say probably a good 80% of podcasts don't make a fucking dime. And yet, kind of like if you read the, the between the lines here, the, the syntax of, of mine, you start to see a whole lot of myself exposed there. But you go to other podcasts and good Lord, there was one I listened to, and this woman had been the victim of, of horrible sexual abuse as a child and physical abuse and as an adult. And, and she bared her frickin' soul and told the most personal stuff that was cringeworthy. Cringeworthy actually puts it mildly. But she did it, and it was the most fearless shit I've ever seen. But it also... I guess there's a whore-like quality to my view of it in that I think that if you expose yourself that much, somebody should be paying you. And in the kind of in the, the vein of the world's oldest profession type way, you know, whether you're being violated physically during a sex act or whether you're being violated by exposure of, of your most intimate thoughts and, and insecurities. Someone should be paying for it. It's like I ran into a friend who was actually dating a porn star. And I won't go into the names of who's who, but she was a known porn star. I mean, a, a big name. And we got on that subject. We went out, had a few drinks. She was into him, but not in a, a complete way. You could tell they weren't going to be together forever. And I could tell from the get-go, I'm not her type. I'm not the kind of guy she would go for. But she seemed to like to open up and just talk about shit. Everybody's chatty when they're drunk. But I got a chance, I asked her, I said, do you enjoy sex? She says, I, I used to enjoy sex. She said, sex on your personal reasons is fun. It's exciting. It's, it's something you look forward to. She says, what I do... I fuck for money. And she says, there's a difference between sex and fucking. It's like, hmm. I never thought of it that way, but then again, I've never done it for a living. I guess when you do, the more you get into any subject under the sun, the more clarification and defining you have to do. It's like, I talk for a living. Not in this. I'm not doing this for a living. God knows it doesn't pay anything. But in... What I do on the outside, and I never talk about my job, but I talk for a living. I'm on the phones eight hours a day. And so when I get off work, I've actually had people say, aren't you tired of talking? Well, no, I'm talking, I'm tired of shaped professional conversation. 
for a purpose. It's a very it's a very structured presentation for a defined outcome. If I'm out in a bar and just bullshitting, it's like if you've ever seen uh, Robin Williams when he's off stage, he doesn't not tell jokes, but he makes himself laugh at that point. And I think that's the biggest difference between some of your different podcasts. Like if you watch Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan gets into some of the most amazing interviews with people because A, he studies and reads a crap load of stuff. And he's very good at shaping his ideas and thoughts into words. That's actually a difficult skill for a lot of people. I mean, you could have eight PhDs, but if you can't adequately communicate your information, you may as well be retarded. But that's one of Joe's specialties. Joe can take any thought in his head and not just adequately present it, he can present it in a way that you want to listen. That's why he can talk to MMA fighters, uh, physics PhDs, and talk particle physics with them. And he can all, you know, he will talk about any subject under the sun. A, because he's well-read. He doesn't invite people in without doing his homework. And you watch other interview shows on cable. Cable has some of the worst interviewers I've ever seen. CNN in particular. You take a look at some of the people that they bring in, and it's it's pure horseshit. Did they even study? I saw them interviewing a, a senator, and the reporter said something. Here's the background. The reporter has a two-year degree in journalism. And she happens to be a pretty blonde. That's how she got her job. The senator has dual PhDs in microeconomics and macroeconomics. He wrote the text and is a professor emeritus at MIT. This is a guy that knows his shit. MIT or Harvard? I forget which one. But the reporter, the, she cited some statistic and the senator disagreed with her. And she said, well, economists are saying this. She sa he says, well, the economists are wrong. I happen to be an economist. She says, well, they're very high degreed. Do you have a degree in economics? And at that moment, you suddenly realize she has no idea of his background. She might know his name and the fact that he's a senator. Other than that, she doesn't know shit. Why? Nobody told her. And that's the kind of idiocy you see. If you can find somebody who can adequately talk, debate, get their thoughts out there, that is somebody worth listening to. Now, that's a bit of a tangent, but if you take all of that, that thought about how people talk and express themselves, you wrap it into today's episode, Eye of the Storm, on today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, there are times that I feel like you view me as a whore. I try not to let it get to me, but it's there. You visit the website, Spotify, iTunes. You get your rocks off. You leave me a mental 20 on the nightstand on your way out. But you'll come back. You always do. And I'll be here. You'd think I'd know better. you think I'd get my shit together and move on. But no. I'm here waiting for it. Now that I have that off my chest, back to the shit. When last we left our favorite evil couple, Mr. and Mrs. were exhausted from everyone else in the house having the flu. And they were bickering about Mr. Evil's office redecorating, 
He wants to face away from the door and look out the incredibly fucking expensive view of the ocean that he loves. Mrs. Evil wants him to face the door for two reasons. One, unknown people might sneak up on him for reasons unknown. There's a lot of unknown in that sentence. If he's not facing the door when they arrive, people will not respect him. I mean, it was beautiful. She told him to go ahead and decorate his office like a homeless retard who obviously doesn't care if his customers respect him. And she said it with a Russian accent. I know it shouldn't make it worse, but it does. And just as quickly, they were on to something else. Mr. Evil sipped his coffee, narrowing his eyes, and then he went for the goddamn throat. I thought you were going to join the gym yesterday. Her face twitched slightly. He had scored a good fuck you point, and she knew it. I was going to, but I had to go shopping for groceries. Let her have it, dude. Going further is just cruel, but you know she's got it coming. Fuck being pleasant. Just wondering. I am worried about your weight. Huh. <sighs> wow. Typically, the incredibly shitty lines belong to her. And she works them like an artist might work in clay or stone. But her medium is shitty comments. But not today. I haven't gained that much. If this were an MMA fight, they would have counted it as a tap out or the ref would have called it. I'm just worried about your health. Silence reigns in this awkward bubble of time just for a few minutes. And then like a master fencer conceding a point with a salute, life goes on. What color carpeting did you choose? She takes a sip of her coffee, still wincing because, according to her, it sucks. I have swatches at the office. Do you have time? Sure. And they get up and leave. And as always, I'm left with the feeling of watching a film with subtitles, but I can't read them, and I always suspect there's a whole other subtext going on that I'm missing. But win, lose, or draw, I love this couple. Because when a hurricane hits, the eye of the hurricane is where all the excitement is. But at least there would be coffee there. At least in my hurricane. (laughs) 